Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Devil's Due. I am your host, Carl Duty. Court is in session. With me, as always, is a man whose favorite band is Creed, whose favorite video game system is the Sega Master System, and whose favorite movie is Terms of Endearment, Mr. Drew Celestino. Ah, I see you are embracing the alternate truths yes, that we these now are, these are all alternative facts. Alternative facts. Yeah, that's that's the world we live in now, man. Yeah, we live in a world where uh, lies are alternative facts and Suicide Squad has an Oscar nomination. Does it really? Yes. For what? Makeup. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> It, it that that damage tattoo was a work of art, really. I mean, honestly, I've never seen anything better. Uh, yeah, you know, we jest, but um, I'm not gonna lie, I've been pretty pissed it, off for the last like four days. It's been a depressing couple of days, and you know, someone out there right now is going like, "Get over it." N- yeah, well, I live in reality, and in reality, uh, things are things are bad. Things are bad right yeah. now. So that's okay. At least those protesters stopped that pipeline. Oh yeah, they had that too. Because you know who needs clean drinking water, and yeah. you know, the, yeah, it's overrated. Over yeah. ask Flint. They they don't care. They don't. Flint, Michigan doesn't care. Uh, without doing, swelling, sir? I'm under the weather, so I'm yeah. not. I'm I'm just compounded by by you're misery t- here. Your your normal shall we sh- shall we say? Man, we'll just say Drewness. Okay, um, is is amplified by a, a deteriorated physical condition? Could you say? Oh dear, I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I don't want to have to suffer for the art. <laughs> well, well then again, you do kind of have to. That's part of the arts. You you are uh, you're you're a good friend, and I love you, but you are generally one to spew some rancor without provocation. Oh no, it, there's provocation. There <laughs> needs to be provocation when you're healthy. So, but you're feeling a little under the weather. Yeah, it's it sucks. I'm I'm I have a cold of some kind. So, sinus has started. I could pinpoint the exact minute Sunday evening. I was just sitting at my dad's house watching one of the football games, and uh, I just felt a slight, slight discomfort, slight uh, mass, just something in the back of my nose. Just you know, I was and like, you're just like. Uh. Yeah, I think that's what I think it is. And sure enough, uh, yeah, it got worse as the evening wore on. And then Saturday or yesterday, Monday, uh, was just an awful day. I went to work because, you know, I'm a trooper like that. And it was terrible. And it got worse as the evening went on. And uh, I actually did not go to work today. And I would like to say that that was great. In a way, it was. But at the the same time, I feel kind of crummy. So, eh. Well, I appreciate you soldiering through. The listeners appreciate you soldiering through. I'm doped up and I have mango tea, so let's uh, mango get tea. it going, man. So aside from the the um, developing cold, uh-huh. uh, how how was your week? Mm. As again, we are on the, uh, the ah, Tuesday routine. schedule. How was the week? Well, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> exciting. Uh, mostly on account of Thursday evening, as I was prepping, uh, standing over the hot stove, prepping my my beef stew, which I was going to put in the crock pot Friday morning. So I prep everything, prep everything the night before. So it's just all I got to do is plug it in in the morning and go. Uh, it's about nine forty five ish, and I'm browning browning my beef and making my <laughs> mount make you know, and I'm and I'm making my uh, my sauce for the stew. Yeah. 
and uh, the wife uh, informs me that I need to come to the basement post haste, like immediately. Oh uh, yeah, saw this. On, so uh, on I was like, Facebook. Okay, give me a second. She's like, No, no, right now, right now. That ain't good. Yeah. So I go in the basement. What do I see? I see my sump basin overflowing. Mm. Now, mind you, not foot of water or anything, but there was a, there was a radius. Yeah. Like, oh boy. So I uh, immediately grab two buckets and start bailing it out. Yep. So I can, you know, stem the tide, if you will. Yeah. I reach my hand in, and I start uh, flipping the switch on the sump pump itself. It wasn't going on, obviously. If it has gotten to this level, the switch, obviously, it was not working. So I start flipping it back and forth repeatedly. Clicks on, finally. Sucks the water down. Well, it gets the water down, and then it must have been... This just must be how back, you know, about backed up sump system works. The two inlet p- uh, pipes in the sump basin begin to flood water in like at a rate that I could not believe. I was like, okay, we're going to do this again. <laughs> so the float gets to the top. Water's still coming. Okay. Flip the switch again. Takes about five clicks for it to kick on again. And I'm realizing this pump is not long for this world. <laughs> is it a battery backup or no? no? This is my sump. This is the only one I have. So... <laughs> Okay, this is not good. So I have buckets at hand. I'm flipping a switch. I have my arm in my sump basin. It's cold and it's groundwater. Uh, I'm in a bad place here. Yep. So Home Depot is closed. It's after after 9 p.m. No, Lowe's is closed. I'm in trouble. What time was it? 9.45 p.m. Yeah, Home Depot and Lowe's are both still open. No, they both close at 9. I Googled it. 9 o'clock. I thought 10, too. That's what I thought. Pretty sure the one on the boulevard's open to at least eleven. Not according to the Google. Uh, you might actually try going to their official websites. I trust the Googles. So, in any case, luckily, I am a hmm. uh, you know I'm a partner in in crime. That being the wife, she's like, "What about Walmart? Hmm, Walmart, the place I dare not go." Uh. Okay, I look online at Walmart, and they have some pumps available for sale, but they don't seem to have an in-store pickup option that's like ship to store two to three days from these sellers. They got some kind of Amazon trip going on where they have sellers that are retailing through Walmart. Don't How does that work? I don't know. Don't look at me, dude. I'm going by the internets. So, well, really, are you surprised no, at God, anything no. that happens once you walk inside a Walmart? Not at all. And, well, we're getting there. So, <laughs> <laughs> I call the Walmart because I know they're open 24 hours. I go through their little automated trip and I ask to speak to somebody and it rings and no one answers. I'm like, okay. I have two options at this point. Option one I stay up all night bailing out the sump basin bucket by bucket. Until 6 a.m., at which point Home Depot or Lowe's will be open and I can go and buy a new sump pump. Or, untested, unproven, unknown, I go to Walmart and I see if they have sump pumps. That's what I did. Rushed out to the Walmart, the super center, whatever, and hey, they had a sump pump. A sump pump. Just and a sump, like the no, last they had like, one No, they there. had like three of them, but one of them was, it was a, a good good one that i wanted that's like that i was as i was frantically looking online i learned a lot about sump pumps very quickly <laughs> so like, i want that one well they had it so yay picked it up brought it home oh walmart i don't see here's the thing 
we have our own social circles. We, we have do. our own, you know, we, we and, and, and not just that, but, you know, you, you live in a community. You think you know the members of your community. You think you know people, generally speaking. Oh, that person's over there. Oh, okay, that's him. I, I, I don't know him, but he looks like he's from around here, etc. Wal- Walmart has a collection of oddities. I don't know where they come from. I don't know what dimension they, 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 they were sent forth from. But they all gather at Walmart. <laughs> and Walmart after 11 p.m., my friend? More that's, so. That's a fun time. Wow. There's a, a 24-hour wow. Super Walmart yes. by where Julie and I live. And I've always kind of wanted to kind of go in there after like 2 a.m. Go for it. Just to kind of see yeah. what's in there. So you got your sump pump. Got the sump pump, brought it home. Here's your, I'm going to tell you a little pro tip. You're getting a little education today. <laughs> so here's the thing I've, you got to understand. Been th- I've been through numerous sump pump replacements with my father. Yeah. But, but go ahead. I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm winging this. So, you know, yeah. dad, dad's in bed. My dad's in bed right now, so I'm not about to call him. Uh, okay. So when you got to take the sump pump out, you got to disconnect it from the line. Yeah. Okay. This is very important. Make sure you unscrew below the check valve on the sump pump line. Yeah. Yeah. You know how I know that? How do you know? Because I didn't do that the first time. <laughs> I unscrewed the top portion and water began to explode outward. And I in, put it back in immediately. They're like, well, I don't want to do that again. In, in a early to mid 40s Warner Brothers cartoon like fashion. Sort of like that. <laughs> like just a just a. Okay, let's not have that happen again. Put it back together. And uh, yeah, so then I unscrewed the bottom. Hey, no water. Hey, it's, water goes one way, not the other. Yep. It's like science. I still believe in science, even if our president does not. Um, so I disconnected, pull it out. Now I have to figure out how to disconnect the pipe that's been sitting in the old pump for however many years. Uh, luckily, again, I have a partner. So Jen held on to... The, the the handle portion of it, and I just ratcheted down with my uh, channel locks. Gave it my all, got the pipe off of the old sump pump, attached it to the new one, dropped her in there, reattached it to the main sump line, plugged it in, presto. I am safe again. Nice. Pros and cons. Okay. Pro. New sump pump is quiet. Very quiet. I used to hear the old one, like, kick on, like, thunk. Yep. I'm assuming so the this new is one, the one that came with the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So the new one, uh, very quiet. Quiet's good. Con, it's very quiet. <laughs> Quiet's not always Quiet's good. Quiet's not always good. There's a slightly, I've, over the last four years of living here, there, there's a reassurance that I, that I, that I, there's a satisfaction, yep. if you will, when I hear that sump pump kick on and I go, ah, have dry. You ever, have you ever considered, we had this in the last so, house I lived in, have you ever considered getting an alarm? No, I'm actually uh, I'm way ahead of you. I'm uh I am going to get a uh, base pump, a water pressure based backup sump pump. <coughs> so you tie into your main water line in your home, so it's not a battery thing. Batteries die. I don't I don't trust electricity. You it ties into your main water line. You're never going to lose water pressure. You might lose electricity, but you're never going to lose water pressure. So it ties into your into your main water line. That's a stressful cut, by the way, but you can do it. It's, this is all doable. This is all in the works. And then it just uh, it it tees into your uh, outward 
sump line, your existing sump line. So if the water does get above a certain threshold and your sump pump does not work, the pressure one kicks on and all is right with the world. So this is this is happening. Yeah. That was my week. Well, hang on. I also had a, a brew day um, on Saturday, which went, which went excellent. So uh, that <laughs> happened. Made a uh, amber with my friend Colin at the now defunct Kegsworks store, uh, but we still have access because Colin works at Kegsworks. So cool. They have a beautiful their their uh, their three tier Blickman system is just fantastic. So we got to brew uh, an amber. We're going to enter it in the Amber Waves of Grain homebrew contest. I'm going to enter a couple more of my beers in actually as well. But this is our collaborative uh, contribution that we're going to do. Nice. Yes. It oh, it's, it should be good. I think it's going to be good. Cool. That was the week. Exciting. Sorry to eat up the whole front half of the show here. No, no, it's fine. And you, sir, how was your Street Fighter tournament? Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That good. Oh, and two. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, man. No, it's, you know what? Here's the thing. I love, we've discussed this, I love Street Fighter. I love fighting games. It It is a craft. And like any crafts, to get better at it, you have to practice your... A lot craft you have to hone your skills you know you can't go like too long in between shows without playing your guitar or else then your your playing is going to be a little sloppy we rehearse yeah exactly have rehearsals um street fighter to be a tournament level player requires a lot of dedication and a lot of craft and you know as Long gone are the days where I could just come home from work, sit down, and you know spend the next five hours playing Street Fighter. Sure. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I just I don't have the time to devote to the practice to be good. But I still love going to tournaments. They're sure. still a good time. The energy's probably great. Um, yeah, I was definitely outmatched in my first match. I didn't I didn't have much of a chance. Um. My second match, though, I probably should have won that match. I dropped two uh, game-winning combos. So you had a respectable showing the second time. That was that was frustrating. Ah. But yeah, no, there's still a good time. Uh, They do them every. I think they do them like quarterly at Game On Land. Um, Yeah, it's a good time. You know, Brian, who we've had on the show, runs it. Yes. So there was that. That was Saturday. Uh, Sunday, I met up with some friends at Duff's to watch the first football game, the first slaughter. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was good. And then not a lot else. You know, again, we're on mandatory overtime, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the boy has started to experiment with his voice. Oh? Yeah. Uh, yesterday at work, yeah, it was yesterday at work, I get I get a, a, a message from Julie, which is not uncommon. Like, typically when I'm on overtime, she'll send me pictures of William the first part of the day because I don't get to see him in the morning. Uh, this time she sends me a video and he's just like straight up trying to talk. Cool. He's doing like yeah, dad, yeah, dad, 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 you know, stuff like that. But it's a lot more than he's done. And so I'm like, wow, that's that's awesome. So that was a nice, nice pick me up. I know there's something else. Can't. Hashtag show remember. prep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Still playing a lot of Titanfall 2 as well. 
Um, I'm playing uh, Axiom Verge, scratching my Metroidvania itch. Yes. It's a good game. Uh, a little more frustrating than uh, Metroid might or Castlevania might be. Uh, but it's good, and it's it was actually designed by one guy. One guy made the whole game. Cool. Soundtrack and all. That's... I, I'm willing to forgo some some faults yeah. for that. That's impressive. Do you do you find that with a lot of these indie games that try to recapture the retro feel, like the old Nintendo games yeah. you grew up on, do you find that sometimes they try a little too hard on the difficulty of it? Try to make it too difficult to have that like uh, old Nintendo feel. I haven't. My I, to be honest, I don't. I've only played a few. Like I'm not. I'm not like buying them just on a whim because they look 8-bit. Yeah. So I, I stick to the ones I know generally. Mega Man 9, I felt, was like way too difficult. I know Mega Man games have a certain, you know, reputation for being difficult, but I felt like 9, when they brought it back, it was like overkill. Like, yeah. Like really unfair. Like, yeah. Because I can play 2 and 3 and like they're hard, but, and there is some cheap stuff in them. Yep. But 9 was like, I, I think 9 had that, that, was guilty of that, but the other ones I generally play, uh, Axiom Verge doesn't feel unnecessarily difficult. It just it's just a little obtuse and it's gotcha. it, it's cryptic in ways. That Do you know you should pick up? You could probably get it for a song because it was like early in the PlayStation 4's life cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, Mercenary Kings. Okay. Think Contra, Metal Slug, sure. games like that with a lot of customization. Okay. Um. Is it like Broforce? Sixteen bit ish graphics. Oh, okay. Um yeah, you would I think you would really like it. We'll have to we'll have to check it out after we get done. We'll do. I, it's I would be surprised if it's more than five bucks. Have you seen Broforce? I've seen it, yeah. I mean that's just like straight up insanity. Yeah, I uh, with a lot of the the retro games with with any video game, there's gotta be a visual component that hooks you in. Sure. And with a lot of the retro games, like, I love the visual style of Mercenary Kings because it's, like, 8-bit, 16-bit-ish, polished. Yeah. You know, done well. Um, A lot of these retro games are just, like, you know what? I know you're going for a retro feel, but make it look good retro. Like, I don't need this game to look like... I'm not Atari. sure the ones you mean, but I, I, I feel... I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Undisputed King of this style game and the one that I think all others should be judged is uh, inarguably Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is perfection. Shovel Knight's an example of I think you could have put a little more graphical polish on this. No, 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 no. Because their intent was to straight up mimic an NES. Yeah. And they they largely did. They, They conceded they only in one level they cheated on a color that they did not. The NES was not capable of, so they had to break a rule there. But other than that, they they were very yeah. staunch on on the making it look like an NES game as much as they could. Obviously, NES games yeah. were not HD, you know, widescreen. But I, I think it play in terms of playability, fun, uh, the soundtrack, like Shovel Knight. This it hit all the right notes. I'll buy that game again. Infinite times, almost. I think almost. I think the PS4 version has a couple extra levels. I think it has uh, extra levels. I think they have. Uh, you can play as Kratos in it. I think. I think they put Kratos into it. That, that's right. But that's uh, yeah, Shovel Knight is. I I love Shovel Knight. 
So I'm looking forward to buying it again when it get when it comes out again uh, in a completed edition. They're going to put all the DLC together in one big, massive, complete Shovel Knight edition. Such is the way. It's okay. Yeah, you don't mind it. You know, Julie frowns every time a new edition of Street Fighter comes out. But <laughs> some people get it, some people don't. You, you're passionate about it and you like it, you don't mind buying it again if you're getting a little something extra. Before I forget, just a quick note uh, on, on you know Street Fighter and the additions and all that. Uh, last night on Monday Night Raw, uh, Xavier Woods, um, Austin Creed, as you might yeah, know yeah. from Up, Up, Down, mm-hmm. Down, he uh, and the New Day were out in the ring and he, uh, he brings a trombone to the ring. That's just his part of his gimmick. He brings a trombone to the ring. The, tr- the trombone has a name. It is Francesca. Like a trombone, the musical instrument, or like trombone from the Mega Man? Game? A legit trombone musical instrument. Okay. And he plays it, and he it's... it's All right. It's, so, its name is Francesca. The original Francesca was destroyed. Then Francesca 2 came out. Same thing, but, you know, he got a new one. Last night, tr- he brought Francesca 2 out, but there was something different. She was green. So, instead of being brass and, you know, shined up and all that, or copper, whatever they are, uh, it was green, like a gr- green, 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 green. Yeah. And then he revealed that her name was Francesca 2 Turbo. <laughs> Thought you might like that. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Oh, at the tournament, someone had a, uh, not a console, but like an arcade board that you could just kind of hook up to a television. Yeah. Um, they are running a Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo like classic arcade version and whatnot. I approve of this. And to show you like how deep that game is, like even to this day, new tech is being discovered in it. I learned a harsh lesson is that Blanca's ball is not safe on hit against Balrog. Because if you hit Balrog with Blanca's ball, he can still dash punch you on the recoil, which just doesn't seem right. Speaking but. Greek to me, but I'll trust you. <laughs> All right. So that was our week's listeners. If you'd like to tell us about your weeks, if you would like to send us some questions of which we don't have any this week. Okay. Possibly either Jay and Alan are either A, taking a week off, or B, we're not paying attention last week when we said we're recording on Tuesday nights now, not Friday nights. Eh. So, yeah. Uh, if you'd like to send us some questions, comments, suggestions for the show, you can reach us at uh, Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to facebook.com slash devil's do pod. You can email us at the devil's do pod at gmail.com. Or you can find all these great resources at our website, the devil's do podcast.com. News on that. We are now on the Google play store. Yes. Boom. Yes. Saw that earlier this week. Thank you very much for doing that, sir. We appreciate that. Got you covered. Got all you covered. Android and, and iPhones alike. Yep. Um, okay, so we've got, what did I say to you this week that involves an Android? I, I don't said know. something Super Mario week. Run? Yes, yeah, Super Mario Run coming out on the Android. I, I need a new phone first, but even then I might not, I might pass. No, you won't. I you know you won't. I, I think I might. You're a Nintendo whore. I am, but not, I'm not a mobile gamer though. <laughs> um, so, okay, we've got no listener questions, which is fine. So we're going to go right into the case files. And we're going to talk a little Daredevil comics. Yes. And then we're going to do an episode of Luke Cage. The show is about Daredevil at its yes. core, folks. So, yes. you know, it's been we a got, while, but we're, we're going to get back. We've got two more episodes of Luke Cage to go after us. Yes. And then we're going right into Daredevil season two. I cannot wait yes. to watch it again. This will be my third watch through. And yeah, this will be my second. I am really looking forward to it. All right. So as we open up the case files, what you got? 
Uh, first thing up, we got a new Logan trailer this week. I have not seen it. You didn't watch the new Logan trailer? I, you know, it's I gotta tell you, what's out of your day? I know, but it's, with these Fox movies, I'm just kind of like, I know, it, it's, I know. I know it's there. Yeah, yeah. I, eh, it's just not much, much, much watch entertainment for me. Much X23. Uh, then you're trailer. not, you're not selling me then. <laughs> Well, it's not the X-23 that you're familiar with in the comics. She's a younger kid in this, She's right? a younger kid. All She's right. very, like, feral. Sure. Okay. Um, it, it's a, if this trailer had come out before... The Johnny Cash one? The Johnny Cash one, hopes would be slightly higher for the film. All right. This trailer makes the movie look a lot better. I think it got an R rating for... Extreme yes. violence. Extreme violence. And they show a lot of that in the trailer. So they're, like the, they're taking Deadpool to heart. Straight up gutting people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We'll see how that works out. I think, again, I think it looks, it makes it look a little more promising. But I was talking with my friend Jim uh, Sunday, and because uh, we went to Duff's together, and he was driving, but I got dropped off his house. When I walked into his house, uh, him and his wife were watching X Men 2. He's like, you know, we're watching X2, you know, one of the good ones. I stopped and thought, I'm like, there are only three good X-Men movies. Which are they? Um, Enlighten me, please. X-Men 1. Yes. X-Men 2. Yes. And X-Men First Class. I would agree with you. Absolutely. And how many... Are you considering Deadpool an X-Men movie? Not really. Okay. Okay, because it, it exists within the universe, but it's not an X Men. It's like gotcha. I don't yep. consider Iron Man an Avengers movie. Fair enough. Okay, uh, yeah, I would agree. And out of those three, X Two Man sta- stands tall. I mean, you can make an argument for what the Wolverine but first half of it. Yeah, the first but, half yeah, of it. it, it that third act kind of craters. Yes, harsh. It bummed me out. But yeah, Ma- so you've got you've got X Men One, X Men Two. X-Men 3, <laughs> hot garbage. Then you have... Then they actually get a little worse with... The Wolverine, Wolverine Origins. Origins. Yeah, oh boy. Then we have the uptick with First Class. Yeah. And then we have uh, Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. Yeah. Days of Future Past was passable. Apocalypse was just not really that entertaining. I didn't see it, but that, again, my, my interest in these movies is really... It's waned. Yeah. Marvel interest is still strong. But yeah, Fox, and basically, Marvel's success has made me averse to non-Marvel Marvel flicks. Is that, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I mean, honestly, you really should watch Deadpool. Yeah, I'll get around to it one of these days. Um, but, yeah, like, it, just the decisions that Fox makes are so puzzling because they've got that Legion series coming out. And they're saying this isn't going to uh, yeah. interact with the X-Men movies at all. But then, apparently, I guess they're developing a second TV series that does interact with the X-Men movies. It's just like... I give up. And even I've heard about Logan is going to be in some other weird alternate timeline, apparently. It's not... Like, I don't know where I, things I are right now with all I, these movies. I really don't. I know Hugh Jackman's in all of them, but I have no idea. Yeah. With After Days of Future Past especially, like, wait, what is what and why? Yeah. I don't know. So where it's does like, Logan take place? Because Patrick Stewart's in it, but he's all old and decrepit and... What's going on here? Logan's all old and decrepit. As um, decrepit as Hugh Jackman can look. Yeah. So that was that. Uh, Logan trailer out. Uh, news item that you don't care at all about. I might. Uh, you don't. Okay. Uh, they released also a trailer for the new television show Powerless. 
Ah. Which is a set in the DC universe. Um, Starro was in the trailer. Okay. And it's about an insurance company that covers damage from superhero battles. Before you continue, that's the pilot that I remember them pitching. But now it takes place in some Bruce Wayne lab? Not lab. It's uh, it's the company that owns the the workplace is Wayne Securities. <sighs> so it's connecting into DC Universe. Uh, a trailer came out, and at least to me, it looks really funny. It looks a lot better than it has any right to be. Um, I'll so trust I you. I know you don't care about it, no. but I felt it was worth mentioning. Um did it look better than Gotham? Yes. It okay. doesn't take a lot. No, it doesn't. To look better than Gotham, is, which is so puzzling. Because as good as Marvel movie good as the CWDC shows are... I'll ask Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> just... It's just train wreck television, I think. It's so bad. Yeah, I think they know that now. And they're just, and they're just, they're just crashing into the wall for, and, and they for do the spectacle like, of it all. Like, some visual stuff they do is interesting. Like, when I first started watching it, Jim Gordon, Harvey Bullock, and Gotham City all felt right. That's it. See, on on the surface, that's a premise. Yeah. I can get behind but that. As the show went on, you know, the guy who plays Jim Gordon literally started doing the Batman voice. He yeah. literally started doing the Batman voice. Yeah. And I was just like, uh but then, like, they brought Mr. Freeze on the show, and the story was crap and everything, and the way they did it was terrible, but he looked good. He looked like you would want a live-action Mr. Freeze to look. I don't get it. Yeah. It's just... I don't watch it, but I, yeah, I, I you know, I, I, I keep abreast of uh, fan, fan fandom, and the, I, t- I get a pulse of things, and yeah. Gotham it just seems like a show that's just like a total disaster, and you either love it or you, or you hate it. Gotham is the show for people who only watch... Batman movies. They don't read the comics. They don't like go any deeper into the mythos or anything. They watch the movies and that's it. So to them, this is some kind of canon. To them, it's exciting that they're getting all the villains without Batman. To me, that makes no sense at all. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, yay for powerless. So yeah, staying in the DC cinematic universe. All right. Um, Again, you scratch your head at the decisions that they make. I often do. And this is another bit of a head scratcher. Um, they announce before the Shazam movie. Yeah, yeah I saw about this. I saw that this. Black Adam yes. will get his own movie. Now, did we not learn anything from the Scorpion King? What did we Other learn? than Scorpion King rules. What did we learn from the Scorpion King? That, you know, maybe the just because you have The Rock. Ah, I'm sorry, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. He's, 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 you can call him The Rock. It's okay. You know, he's going to be running for president in 2020. So let's give him his serious Please, Dwayne, run. I got bad news for you about that. You might not like what party he runs under. So just I, I don't care. I know. I, I know. don't care about parties anymore. I love The Rock, I, too. I just I, hope he's not going to come out someone and who's make competent. me not love him. I feel you. I just want I someone you. who's who's barely competent that would be a massive upgrade from what we have now it really would be um Um, so yeah dc announced that there will be a standalone black adam movie which taken in and of itself the character black adam has a good history and they could probably make an interesting movie 
but just surrounded by the cluster screw that is the DC Cinematic Universe. Well, why would you introduce the villain before Shazam? I don't understand. Yeah. And not for nothing, ultimately when they announced The Rock was going to be in that movie and all that stuff. <sighs> well, you look at Black Adam, you look at The Rock. And no, no, I get like, it. But, that, but you know what? perfect casting. He could play Shazam too, And I would be totally on board. Shouldn't The Rock play a good... I would like to see The Rock as a superhero. He would be great at it. He's likable. He's infinitely likable. I know. He would be a great Shazam. It's like, you know I don't what? get it. You got to change it up sometimes. You got to... Uh, I guess. I, I don't know, get, man. It, like it, the, the Rock strikes me as someone who likes new challenges. Absolutely. And he's been playing the same, the same character for the past couple of years now. Has he? In films. I'll be honest. I haven't, I'm not up on my rock flicks. It's pretty much the same character in every movie. Okay. As much, and he's enjoyable. In sure that. he is. He's a likable because guy. he's very charismatic. He is. Um, but I would be, I'm okay with like a Black Anna movie. It's just the, the universe that's existing in is. Well, I could see Black Adam concern. in that universe. I can't picture bright. Yeah, Black, Black Adam actually fits very well sure, in that universe. But bright as sunshine, big goofy grin Shazam doesn't fit at all. No. They can't even figure out Superman. They think they're going to do Shazam justice? Yeah. Sure. I remember when like all the talk was starting back in the day, they originally said that Shazam, because it's coming out through New Line, because I guess they have... Right, 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 right. right. It was going to be separate. rights. That it was going to be like its whole separate thing, not connect. I was like, okay, yeah. Sure. Make make a happy, fun Shazam, Shazam movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, we got to put it all together. Yeah. Dude, Shazam, bro. <laughs> Black Adam's going to murder so many people. It's going to be sick. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. So, which brings us to our last news item of the day. And, you know, this was a very nice welcome change to everything that has been going on in the Internet and social media and whatnot. Uh, At one point a couple days ago, or was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. At one point yesterday, the Internet went back to what its original intended purpose was, and that is talking about Star Wars. Oh, I Say family show, Carl. <laughs> Glad you. Yesterday it was announced that the title for Star Wars Episode Eight, which will be coming out this December fifteenth, right smack dab on my birthday. Happy birthday! Yes, indeed. In advance, will be titled Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Curious title, is it not? Yeah, kinda. Um, for a couple reasons. One. Uh, first and foremost, the word Jedi is both singular and plural, so we don't know for certain. Two, it was pointed out that right in the episode seven crawl, ah, yes, Luke yes. is specifically referred to as the last Jedi. So one, one does not know, is this just Ray? Is this just Luke? Is this Luke and Ray? They've, they've got us, they've got us wondering. They've and, got us wondering and dare I say, uh. As the internet wants to do, they've got a lot of people a little, little worried that Luke is in the, not long for this world. I, do you think they would have the stones to kill Luke? I, I don't. Huey's not on board with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you can hear. Um, I think they do have the stones. I don't think that they would make it so obvious in the title. 
You'd think, but maybe that's the swerve, man. Uh, also, I, I dare I say, I, 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 we just lost Carrie Fisher. We're gonna, we're, we we're, yeah. We can't lose Luke yeah, too, no, man. Guys, come on. <laughs> I, can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> we. Can't. We can only take so much, man. Uh, also, I noticed in their little press release, and read into this what you will, again, with the uh, possible threat of Luke dying. Don't know. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. They, StarWars.com, uh, they referred to it in the press release as the next entry in the, finger quotes here, Skywalker Saga. Yeah. I'm I've sure. never heard Star Wars referred to it that way before, but I guess now that we have Rogue One, a standalone yeah, I think it, they have to differentiate. So now we're like, calling it the Skywalker they just, saga. They just called them the saga films. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think that okay, that well, is a potential spoiler for Ray's parentage. I, I don't think they they well, wouldn't as secretive as they are about everything. They would not throw that out there. You would hope not. So if okay, so if it doesn't have to do with Ray, and if this is the Skywalker saga. Maybe Luke does make it out and to make it to the next movie. Yeah. Okay, let's let's hope. Like that, Luke, man, it's Luke. I know. I saw it's the hero. Yep, I saw an interview where he was talking about the title and it had just been released, and he had the uh, he had the Luke haircut going on from the from the classic trilogy. I was like, yeah. wait, current Mark Hamill had the yeah. <laughs> okay, not not like wavy haired. You know, episode four, Luke. I'm talking like you know, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. comb over Empire Jedi, Luke. Yeah, Empire Jedi. Luke. It's 1983 all over again. Exactly. So yeah, um, that's all the news that I believe we have. Well, you also should note that the the Star Wars logo was in red instead of yellow. Okay. What does it mean? It means something. It's not the first time it's been in red. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's true. Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Yeah, true, 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 true. So, what does it mean, though? What uh, meaning can we extrapolate? Is it going to be dark? Maybe it's just because you know of how long I've lived with Star Wars, my age, and whatnot. I'm not as eager to try and find meaning. I'm with you. I, I'm over like that, that phase of my life. I'm just like <laughs> you know. Episode, like, we were all kind of on pins and needles with episode seven. And then once it happened and it was good. Yeah. And we could all, like, breathe a sigh of relief that everything coming had a much better chance of being good than everything we had recently, most recent Star Wars stuff. I'm just I'm just kind of enjoying the ride. That's, that's a good way to go. I don't need to, like, know everything before it happens. That's how I approach it, too. Um can, can you believe there's people that don't like The Force Awakens? Yeah, I can I can understand why there are people who don't like The Force Awakens. But like, like it's essentially like, just Star Wars. I know, but again. but but it's a charming fun movie. I know. That's it's, enough for me. Yeah, it's it's what it needed to be. Um I think those who don't like it uh tend to be of a younger generation who don't like they grew up only knowing kind of like episodes one, two, and three. Oh, that is a generation lost. <laughs> it's not a generation lost. It it's is. Just, it is. I mean, when you lost, when you think about it, get off my lawn. Sir. <laughs> when you think about Star Wars at its heart is a kid's movie. 
And the reason we have the attachment to it that we do is because we were kids when we saw it and we were open to that, that kind of quote unquote magic. It helped that they were good though. I I saw a lot of bad kids movies when I was a kid too. And I knew they were bad. I know. Um, but like with, with the current generation, they have that same reaction to episodes one, two, and three. I think a lot of that in part is because they got to see it on the big screen. You know, you can't underestimate the experience of seeing seeing a movie in a theater. Having good movie going experience can shine over a lot of sins with the film. I think more not pe- so much for us because you know we're we're crotchety and old. And no, no, no. I, I no. I'm, I'm a theater. I, I seeing a movie in a theater is is the way to go. Uh, I all this new you know new faint. Pardon me for sounding like a luddite here, but like <laughs> newfangled technology with like oh I can watch a movie on my phone and all this stuff like. Who yeah. want, who wants to do that? That's not fun. That's like that's that's a terrible way to enjoy a film. I heard I I can't remember if it was Sony or another company that was developing a box that you buy for the home, you hook up to your TV and you can get first run films on it for a price. Last I heard like the box was supposed to be like $2000 and films are 60 bucks a pop. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, so I don't think that would necessarily be recommendable. So that's um, Star Wars. That is Star Wars. Dogs are still going nuts over Star Wars. I don't know what's going on out there, but uh, I'm not going to go find out. <laughs> We're just going to have to deal with some dogs. That's what you pay for on this for the show, folks. Yep, so that's Star Wars. Now let's uh, let's catch up with our friend Matt uh, in in comic book form. Yeah. So it's been a while since we reviewed a daredevil comic we're not so much uh doing a review of a specific issue of just kind of like a catch-up and where the book's at right now because it just finished out its second story arc from its relaunch and that was the one with the the inhuman who was like a homicidal artist yes uh what's his name muse yes they call him muse cool name cool design uh the the story I thought was well done. The only thing I would have liked to see is uh, Blindspot actually getting killed off. So we should catch people up as to what is going on with this. Uh, Daredevil has a sidekick in the current Daredevil comic book series. Yes. His sidekick is named Blindspot. He is an illegal Chinese immigrant living in Chinatown. He has a suit that allows him to turn invisible. And Daredevil has taken him under his wing to kind of mold him and guide him in being a vigilante. Uh, wow. <laughs> the wife has spoken. Yeah. And then they calm down. Look at that. Uh, so I got to say, the new Daredevil series hasn't been doing a lot for me. Um, again, mysterious uh, Daredevil's origin or Daredevil's identity mysteriously back secret again. No yeah. one knows how. I mean, I, I, they can hand wave it and just say it was a, 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 a you know, an effect of Secret Wars because that that it spun out of Secret Wars when they yeah. relaunched all the titles. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Secret Wars was a universal spanning event in the Marvel universe where many realities were altered and merged back into one Marvel universe again. It's complicated to explain. Don't worry too much about it. But anyway, Matt's public identity of Daredevil is now back under wraps. He's back in New York, which I like. San Francisco was fun with the Wade series, but Daredevil's a New York yeah. guy. I do miss the red suit, though. 
more Not the than traditional anything. red soup, but the three piece oh. red soup. I thought that was pimp. More than anything, I miss his regular costume. Yeah, I'm I, not, I miss that too. I'm not fan of the black and red suit. Uh, and he's got a sidekick. I don't. Daredevil th- doesn't work with a sidekick. No, and he, I'm I'm not talking about like the character refuses to work with sidekick. I'm just talking like there are characters who can who mesh well with a sidekick. Batman, Cap, Batman, sure. Um, Daredevil. Yeah. See, here's why: like Cap and Batman are like driven. Uh, you know, forged in stone kind of characters and, and guys who can lead and, and you know, yeah. they're secure enough to like lead a kid. Well, Batman, lots of issues, but but he's his resolve is so strong that he, he you know, he can have a sidekick and he can, you know, be a teacher. Cap, likewise, you know. Yep. Daredevil is and, and the new the new uh, issue will compound on this. Daredevil is not a stable guy. Yeah. Giving him a sidekick is a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, and I guess uh, it took 15 issues, but they finally gave us a reason why it's a terrible idea. So for those who don't know, like, you can't even figure it out yet by two seasons of the show, and if you've ever read any Daredevil comics, Daredevil is defined more so than anything else by guilt. He loves him some guilt. That Catholic guilt. Man. But not for nothing, in his life... He's he experienced has ex- a lot of loss. Experienced a lot of loss, and he blames himself for a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, is it a spoiler? I don't it, think so. Should we? Not, well, should we talk about some of those that he's lost? Mm, we've discussed ones that we're not going to mention until they do it on the show. Okay. Well, the big ones. I guess one we can't talk about. But it's the most, not the most recent, but it's a, it's, it's a big one. Yeah. Especially for those the one who might that's watch actually the show. stayed dead. Yeah. Uh, Electra, can we, we bring up Electra? Yeah, it's because, pretty famous, right? Yeah. Okay. Electra got killed by Bullseye. She came back, but, she got but back. still, it was, it was a big deal at the time. Yeah. And uh, Matt's uh, wife, uh, Mila, blind also. This mm-hmm. is in the Bendis run. Yeah. She got gassed by Mr. Fear. And mm-hmm. it drove her basically insane. The fear toxin made her nuts. She's locked up in an insane asylum. And she got cast by Scarecrow? Uh, Mr. Fear. Similar. Same thing. You can but, say it. You know, Marvel, yeah. Marvel knockoff of a DC character. It's, it's a pendulum, man. It, goes, it swings <laughs> both ways. Uh, so, yeah. All these things Matt blames himself for. Yeah. And not for nothing. Kind of. It's it's kind of his fault being Daredevil and being yeah, partaking I mean, in the life in, that he partakes in. In some situations, it's unfortunate, but in other situations, uh, especially the one that we're neglecting to mention, it is a direct result of him being Daredevil. Yes. So, um, with all that being said, the new series is it's it's just kind of felt weird and. I didn't like the whole first arc with Ten Fingers and... The, I like that. I thought that was good. Yeah, I didn't care for that. Um, I like... Because a good villain is hard to create. And I'm not saying Ten Fingers was a great villain. I think it was a good villain. Um, but you gotta, you gotta throw some new... You can't just keep recycling. No, I totally agree. I just haven't really cared for the tone and the execution of this series so far. I love the artwork. Yeah, artwork's good. Yeah. Um, it fits with Daredevil perfectly. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Daredevil has a certain grittiness that I think needs to be reflected in the artwork, which yeah. is the Mark Wade series was great, but the art was very different for it was very clean. Yeah. And but for what they were going for, it worked because it was yeah. a, it was a more chipper time in Matt's life. 
So, getting us up to speed, though, that but we have the arc with uh, Muse, the murderous, inhuman artist. Interesting. Yeah. Here's what I'll say, though. The Inhumans, I don't care. Yeah, neither do I. Marvel is trying to put them into everything, and there, I just don't there care. There was... This arc had a very Marvel mandate sent yes. to it. Yes, because now Matt's got to go to Atalon or whatever, and, yeah. and he's got to go meet the the, the, the the human police guy assigned to Inhuman crimes yep. and investigate the artist, because the artist is an Inhuman. And yeah. Here's the thing. The artist... Uh, killer angle is a good one for Daredevil. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be an inhuman. So they could have left all that out and I'm on board with the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. Uh, so that builds up to issue... Hang on. I got my comics right behind me. <laughs> the one before this, which is... 50... So 14. Issue 14, finally, after Blind Spot chases down Muse. Muse. And Matt locates the Moth. They find Muse's like lair or whatever yeah and he's got bodies and 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 body parts it's pretty twisted yeah he's got 10 fingers in there he's killed him yeah and he's got uh survivors too that he's like bleeding to death Mm -hmm. and it's like full-on hannibal lecter homicidal maniac oh it's times 10 like it's 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 crazy uh blind spot is captive matt finds him it's it's go time. It's conf- yep. confrontation time. And uh, again, I guess it was all building up to this, and I guess we should have seen it coming, but you never really know until it happens. Uh, the most interesting thing they did with Blind Spot yet happens. <laughs> We're just going to spoil it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah, sure. Muse uh, 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 rips out Blind Spot's eyes. Yep. Finger poke of doom for the... Uh, yep. Yeah. Now he's literally Blind Spot. I mean, the character wasn't bad, but he's not a character that struck me as st- having a lot of staying power. Yeah, so I would I would say he's not necessary. Yeah. Um, so now what they've done is they've compounded Matt's misery because naturally, in the capture of Muse, but it but at but at the expense of Blind Spot. Yeah. Matt now blames himself even I, more. I would have liked to have seen. Like I think. I don't think that the character of Blind Spot was not necessary. I think that through the character of Blind Spot, you're seeing Matt's efforts to do better by others. Okay. I think that he recognizes this kid operating in his area, sure. more or less, and he recognizes that he has some talent, but he also recognizes that he's untrained and is wary that, okay, this kid's going to get himself killed. So he'll help him out. That's so he'll fair. help him out. So I think I think in Matt taking blind spot under his wing and training him, he's trying to almost make up for past failures. Well, and and in that I find that the character to be necessary. That brings us to the current issue, 15. Yes, which is the first issue of a new arc. Yes. It's in fact it's got very confusing branding. <laughs> Number 1 in the yeah. core top Marvel, man. Yeah. Number 15 down at the bottom, number one in the corner. Yeah. Because number one of the... Number one cell. Of the arc. Yeah, I know. Whatever. I know. Uh, Matt, in his guilt, is going to, you know, hold vigil over, over blind spot in the hospital and pay for all his medical expenses and all that. Yep. So maybe you can help me out here. Matt puts out a contract to kill Daredevil on himself, basically. Yeah. Why does he do this? Unclear. What's his angle? 
There's got to be a reason why he's going for it. Clearly, he he makes he makes a point to say like you know these guys all have it coming when he beats them all up. Yeah, like, when they come I, for him, I love that they use the Brothers Grimm. Because <laughs> the Brothers Grimm, the only time that I've ever really seen them of note was one of, in, during one of my all-time favorite Marvel storylines, Acts of Vengeance. Okay. And they tried to take out Spider-Man in Acts did of Vengeance. Did they fail poorly? They did. Because at this time, if you remember in Acts of Vengeance, Spider-Man got cosmic powers. Don't mess with cosmic Spider-Man. So he, uh, he punched the Hulk into orbit at some <laughs> point. So... So, I don't think the brothers Grimm would have fared very well. So he's making short work of all these all these guys. He wants heavy hitters to go after him. I we don't know why. I don't understand yeah. why he gets his wish at the end though. He does. So as Matt is like taking out all the Z listers, he triples the he calls the guy who booked the the contract and he says triple the price to kill Daredevil. Yeah. Okay. Um. So before we get to that, a gentleman who uh was playing chess with his kid in the park. Seemingly, yeah. seemingly nice. Kids, kids, kids in a wheelchair. Kids in a wheelchair, yeah. Well, this strange inclusion, we find out why. This guy is going to kill... Go, he's going to try to kill Daredevil. Yep. And collect the money to help pay for the kid yeah. in the wheelchair and yada and yada. And the kid's vehemently against it. Yes. Um, we find out that this gentleman... Is it inhuman? Because of course he is. Yeah, he's got some kind of weird magic lasso Energy, powers, tentacles. Yeah, sure. And as he is about to kill Daredevil, has him in his in his tentacle clutches. And he's got him dead to rights. Someone else shoots, puts a bullet in his neck. Said gentleman. And who is it? Of course, on the last page of the reveal, it's our good friend Bullseye. Bullseye. Now. I was surprised because last time we saw Bullseye, he was not necessarily in fighting shape. He I'm was trying in, to remember the last time we saw Bullseye. He was encased in like some sort of coffin that was keeping him alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure we'll get an explanation for that. But this is kind of seems to be the beginning of ramping up of the Daredevil comic series because there's going to be you're going to have the main Daredevil series and then three Daredevil related series going on being. Uh, Bullseye, oh. Electra, and the Kingpin are all getting their own books. I can't keep up with all of this. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's, there's just two. It's It's been the running problem between DC and Marvel for, I'd say, the past 10 years or so. There's just too much product on the shelves. I might give Bullseye a shot just because I'm a sucker for the character, but the rest, I, I, yeah. okay, pump with, the brakes. With Electra, they're going full Netflix design that's fine lecture, that's which, fair which i'm fine with because you know what in in an age where we're trying to empower women in an age where we're we have just an amazing display of 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 unity with women marching this past weekend you know what Electra's classic costume it just doesn't work anymore well let's look at just sheer practicality we're also living in a post marvel cinematic universe yeah. world and yellow or red uh, i'm sorry a red bathing suit with booties with, with strappy yeah things it's and booties not and... quite i don't see it <laughs> yeah don't see how that really works well for a yep. ninja um so the netflix thing is uh that's a good call yeah but uh yeah they're definitely ramping up and anytime you bring in one of the heavies uh you know something's gonna happen something major 
Yeah, and I know you're not, uh, again, you have much more comic experience with Daredevil than I do. My comic experience is essentially the Frank Miller run, sure. the Kevin Smith run, um, and like a couple one-offs here and there, and then like the Mark Wade. Okay. Run. Uh, I know you mentioned that this current series isn't doing a lot for you. I am enjoying it. I, I think it's one of the the better books that Marvel is putting out. Again, that's not saying much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a book I look forward to getting, and I'm interested to see where they go with with this storyline here. Oh, business business definitely picked up this in this last issue. Yeah, yeah. So, and I definitely, I'm sure at some point we'll learn how he got his identity back. How bulls I got his groove back. Hope to God it's not he made a deal with Mephisto. I wouldn't worry about that. It's probably inhuman related. It always is. Yeah. Nowadays. Marvel. Yeah. So there you go. Daredevil number 15 uh, in stores now and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. We, we should maybe make it a point to do a Daredevil book every time one comes out on the show. Yeah. We will make that effort. Did you finish reading Man Without Fear? Again yet? No, so we're talk no, about I that. did not. We will get to that as well. I promise. It, it, it will happen. It is on the list. Yes, of things that will happen. Things. <laughs> Speaking of things, I believe it is time to rustle some papers. My notes for this episode sparse. Very look how, sparse. Look how sparse my notes are. Yeah. Let's get into it. I then. think, and I don't think that's a reflection on the episode. I think no, it's no, no. It's a fine episode of, of kind of the direction we're taking now. Uh, episode eleven. Now you're mine. So when we left off, Luke and Misty behind the bar being shot at. Yep, and they don't wait to get back into that one. This one, they hit the ground running and yep. pick the action scene right back up where it left off. Um, and this episode feels like a return to what we enjoyed about the first part. For the most part. the yes. first season. There's, more a, there's a little bit of lulls, lull in it at one point where Luke's just kind of hanging out in the basement with Misty, not really doing anything. No, but there is some interesting stuff going on in that, uh, in the, in yeah. those sections. Um, Luke won't leave her side. He doesn't want to let her bleed yeah. to death because she's uh, she leaking badly. Yeah, um, nicked an artery, I believe it's it's stated. And, uh, and we see later on in the episode she is like lost a reservoir dogs amount <laughs> of blood, <laughs> like it's dripping out of her like a faucet. Oh, so we have a reservoir dogs thought and a Pulp Fiction reference in this Pulp Fiction reference. Yes. Ooh, I must have missed it. I'm under the weather, Son man. Son of a preacher, man. Ah, good call. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised I missed that. Oh. I'm ashamed of you, sir. You should be. I'm ashamed of myself for not <laughs> catching that. Wow. Yes. Um, but Misty doesn't take a syringe to the heart. So. <laughs> no. No, she doesn't. Um, so we're in a hostage situation here. Yep. Diamondbacks got the patrons of the club, not patrons, but the protesters that were there for the yeah. Luke Cage protest all... The anti-Luke Cage rally. Right. Luke's there now, holds himself up in the kitchen, and uh, lo and behold, there's a hidden room under the under the basement, or under yeah. the kitchen. They did, they did a good job of explaining that, too. Sure, sure. Like, it's a Prohibition pre- building. pre-World War II Prohibition-era building yep. owned by uh, Lucky Luciano. Yeah. Uh, can I ask a question, though? Sure. 
how did Luke put the rubber mat back on top of the grate when he went under there? It was attached to the to the door. Oh, was it? okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's check in. Because, you know, I've worked in kitchens before, and, and because the, they, those are movable. When he goes down, you kind of see when he goes down the steps, and he closes the door, the mat's on top of it. Okay. And just falls down with it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No, it's, Just checking. It's fine. It's fine. Valid question. So, we get a... a Interesting moment of comic relief when Shade says to Diamondback, what are you talking about, Willis? But it's literal. It is literal. It's his name, like, too. you got jokes now? Yeah. He also yeah. says, he also warns him never to say his name in public again. Yeah. Uh, we have dissension between Shades yes. and Diamondback. And Shades is the voice of reason and rational thinking. Shades is basically uh, realizing that he's working for a cartoon character. <laughs> yes. Diamondback proved in this episode that he is truly Luke Cage's brother and that he's not much of a planner. He's winging it, baby. Yeah. Uh, big time. And to be fair, though, his logic isn't unfounded. Yeah, no, it's it's not it's not the worst plan. It's I mean, it's got some holes in it. It's got some holes, but basically, we control the we control the information as long as Luke is in here. No one knows anything what's going on out there. Yeah. So, Shades wants to duck and run. Diamondback and basically says, "No, no, we're finishing this. Yeah, and no one's going to know, and we're going to be fine. We're, we'll get away." He's cocky about it, and he doesn't really yeah, I mean, have a plan. His, yeah, his his outline works keep luke contained yeah to a point where i could tag him with a judas bullet then then that's the end of this whole thing but you know shades is poking some holes in the plan and he's just kind of ignoring that so yeah not planning runs in the family (laughs) we do get some more about the information about that family as well yeah we get uh we get some good background on diamondback um again i like diamondback in this episode, he's more bearable in this episode. Yeah, I like him as a character better than you do, but I think we're both in agreement that he should have been saved season two. Sure. Um, but yeah, we definitely get some background, some motivation as to why he is the way he is and that, you know, he's the stepson of the preacher who had an affair with his mother, him and Luke. Stole a Corvette, got caught. Luke got sent to the military. He got sent to juvie, and his mother passed away of cancer alone when he was in juvie. And in juvie, he killed someone in self-defense. Then he went to prison proper, and he was basically forged there. So he doesn't have a lot of good thoughts about Luke, Luke's father, any of it. Yeah. He even insults Luke's mama. He did. He did. You, you, that, no, talk about Luke's mama that way. Catch it, catch a beat down that way. That's right. And of course, with every show, movie, comic book, what have you, where there is a hostage situation and a standoff with police, and the SWAT is called in, you have to have the overly gung ho captain of, of the course, SWAT that's who his wants job. to go in guns blazing, no plan at all. It's, One of these shows should have that guy not be that way, just to subvert the trope. Yeah, it's not as bad in this, um, but yeah. Seeing as SWAT stands for Special Weapons and Tactics, I'd like to see a more tactical guy <laughs> at the helm instead of just, just like, we're going in! 
How about the, what's the plan? Let's get tactical. I just, she said tactics. I instantly thought of uh, Joey Pantoliano and Bad Boys 2. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll trust you. Tactics! Yelling at Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Tactics! Tactical! To display finesse! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. It's Joey Pants. Know. You gotta love Joey yeah. Pants. Um, um, they're also uh, the, 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 the lieutenant, the head chief lieutenant. Chief moment, inspector. Chief inspector. She doesn't think this all smells right. Yeah, with, stuff's with Mariah not Dillard too. dealing the guns to the police now. Yeah, yeah, funny how that works, isn't it? Although she also, for even though she knows it doesn't smell right, she's also willing later on in the episode to put the guns to work. Yes, uh, but I I do like here what they do, and we have a throwback to Daredevil season two with the appearance of Blake Tower, assistant district attorney. Yeah, especially since the boss caught three in the chest from Frank Castle. Um, the hesitation to put this kind of uh, technology to use, because as he says, as soon as the cops use it, it's going to end up on the streets. Right. And this is not something we need in the hands of criminals. Not for nothing, but is it already on the streets? <laughs> yeah. They don't know that. No, I know. But we do. I know. Um, so there's a good exchange there. Uh, let's see what else do I got here. Again, in when when Luke is in the basement with Misty, he just struck me. He's not really doing anything. He's looking o- over Misty, but he's not really actively working on a way to get out of the building. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's kind of paralyzed with like Claire's the the one who's doing the butt kick. Claire takes charge in this episode. Yeah. She gets called night nurse. She does get called night nurse. She, uh, she, she. Uh, what's the girl's name who who implicated Luke in the murder of of Cottonmouth? I forgot her name. They were going to kill her. They blackmailed her. Yeah. Well, Misty or not Misty? Claire tells her, "Okay, I need you to pass out now because it's it's all part of her clever ruse." And she gets to go down into the basement as a result, and you know she tricks the tricks the 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 yeah. the, the assailants. She takes the one dude down the stairs, kicks him down the stairs. Pro tip on that, though, Claire. Take the gun next time. She threw it away. It's, I was just like, Claire, well, look. She's not, she's not a gun person. That's she's fair. She's a healer, not a herder. I feel you, but this is a situation. I know. Take the gun. I know. Leave the cannolis. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. <laughs> um, and then she also advises Luke, uh, you do... Yeah, you, bulletproof, crushing through walls, you. Yeah. Medical stuff, me. Because Luke, I guess, did, made, a, made a bad tourniquet on misty's arm and then uh uh, claire saves misty's arm well mostly we think uh when she does the uh dental floss uh temporary seal on her artery that was that was fun yeah surgery is always fun her arm will have a minty minty freshness sure are they gonna give her the arm i don't think so okay and i'm okay with that they're teasing the arm, though. I think they did a really good job. <laughs> they did a really good job in this episode of building the Misty Claire relationship. They patched things over a little bit. In that, I'm sure it's something we'll see flushed out in Defenders. Sure, possibly even Iron Fist. Could be. Yeah, Misty and Misty and Danny gotta 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 meet. Because they're are they married in the comics? I don't know if they're married, but they've been they've been a thing. They, they're like an on again, off again. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that in this. 
Well, speaking of questionable relationships, uh, Misty remarks to Claire and Luke, like, you guys sound like a married couple when they're going back and forth at each other, which yeah. made me think, like, you know, they and they do establish in the show, basically, that Claire and Luke are kind of, kind of, kind of? Well, by the, uh, by the end? episode. Yeah. So, I guess I'm wondering, are we going to get Luke and Jessica? Um, they, they, I mean, they already had their little fling yeah. with Jessica Jones, but like you know, the comics—they're married, they have a kid. It's 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 for reals. I'm sure we will get it at some point, but I'm not in a rush to get there. Okay, fair enough. All right. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Poor the- poor sugar, always getting batted around. Well, at least he lived. Yeah, that's true. Um, basically, what I've got. My big my big takeaway from this episode was man the sins of the father. Yeah, Luke's, I like literally the right 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 there sins of the father. Yeah, see, look, look at that great minds and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> Luke's father, not a good guy. No, throwing diamond back to the wolves. You know, letting him rot in prison, not caring about his side piece when she gets cancer and is dying. Yeah, all of it. It's pretty bad, and Luke had no idea. It is uh, it is pointed out in scripture that. Those who take on, for lack of, for you know, modern phrasing, those who take on the pulpit are judged more harshly in the eyes. Ah. So he's he's not in for a good judgment day. Eh. Well, but um, so but yeah. It's, in conclusion, it was a good episode. It was a. Uh, it ends got with us, Luke being arrested. Ends with Luke being arrested. Um. Arrested by the most non-observant cops ever because at the end of the episode where Claire's looking at Luke and Luke's looking at Claire and he's like making facial motions and mouth motions for her to just go. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cops, are, I, cops checking, checking his Twitter. What do you? you well, not, it's dark in there. This? They can't see what's going on. This is outside got, in front of the club it with was. the street lights and yeah. the neon from the club and everything. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it, it's 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 a scene. Yeah. Huh. I know, um, but no, it's it, it was it was a good gas back on track. Yes, and now we are speeding, not speeding, but we are on pace to end the, yep. sh- the series. Two episodes left. Diamondback gets away um, with zip, zip, yeah, zip, and uh, let's see where we go. We got two episodes to go. Yeah, but we are reaching a conclusion. Yep, and it's I. From what I remember, is in a uh, conclusion I enjoy. Um, but we'll see. We'll get there. We'll see get about there. Uh, once once I revisit it. Um. Yeah, I don't have much else to say about it. No, it, this episode was there wasn't a return to form. Lot to it. No, but what was in there was done well. And uh, like you said, it's a return to form. It gets things back on track. We're we're off the farm. We're back in the yes. settings that we know, and yep. we're. Let's let's do this thing. Let's let's resolve. Yeah. All right. There you go, man. That wraps up another episode of The Devil's Do. We thank you very much for joining us and listening to us. Sorry for the brevity if uh if this episode is a little short, but I'm I'm fading. No, <laughs> so, we're good. <laughs> if you would like to reach us in the multimedias and on the internets, send us questions, comments, suggestions. I thought you were gonna say the multiverse. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Out there, there's a Drew that loves DC and hates Marvel. I believe it. <laughs> I can see that. You can find us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. 
Uh, you can email us at thedevilsdopod at gmail.com. And you can find all these great resources on thedevilsdopodcast.com. Once again, we are available on Google Play Yeah. Now. Thank you to the efforts of Drew, which means you can find us on our website. You can download us from iTunes. Please give us a review. Ratings and reviews are great. They help please. us get more exposure. Yes. So please uh, rate us, review us, and whatnot. Um, and again, when we post a new episode, please share that, repost it. Uh, we, we are men of, of meager means. Uh, we do not have a huge advertising budget, and if you have enjoyed this show and you've been sticking with us through, I believe this is episode 27 or 28, uh. Uh, <laughs> help us get the word out about the show, please. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else? <sighs> check, check your sump pumps, kids. Make, <laughs> just go down there. Make sure. Make sure it's all good. You know what? Go go buy go buy another one. Put it on the shelf just in case. <laughs> just just in, case. in case. Doesn't have to be like huge elaborate one. Just, just one to kind of hold you over. Look, Walmart might not be there for you next time. That's true. So don't don't make the mistake I made. See, you come Life for advice. your normal, good comic geeky stuff, and you get some home improvement tips as well. Uh, I'm trying to fight. I'm trying to make a a. a a rhyming pun for for that segment that I can't think of one. <laughs> we've got the brew, we got the stew, which we haven't done in a while. We got to get back to that. Uh, the the I got nothing. Devils kitchen uh, uh, kitchen uh, renovations. The devils do d o. No. Okay. No. Okay. Too confusing. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Court is adjourned.